0: Entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? If you're like most of us entrepreneurs, increasing your profitability is always on your mind. And you're probably looking for ways to increase your revenue while growing your company. Well, you found the podcast that shares great ideas to do just that. I'm Marcia Reiner, I'm a business growth strategist. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability, guide your growth, and plans for your future exit. Because building a profitable and sale-ready business creates a win-win scenario. That's more money now and a windfall when it's time to let go. And I look forward to sharing strategies that I've learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get it started, I have exciting news to share with you. I've just released my second book called The Profit Accelerator. And I'm looking for a few business owners to interview about how my book's 12 strategies would impact your industry. Please go download my book and let me know if you'd like to be interviewed. It's available for free for the next few weeks while I'm interviewing business owners. I am so confident that these strategies can help any business owner increase their revenue, profit, and the value of their company without having to pay for additional marketing or advertising. Go pick up your copy at trajectoryprofits.com forward slash book dash download. All right, guys, I you are in for a treat today. I've got my friend, Deborah Lindegren, and Deborah is a dynamic trainer, speaker, and coach who has been immersed in the field of personal and professional development for 35 years. She has been on a lifelong quest to understand what motivates, inspires, and influences people to take action. Deborah's career took her from sales at a Fortune 500 companies to professional coaching, and to becoming the president of an international coaching federation. She quickly became known for her expertise on how to deliver dynamic presentations, especially as a marketing tool to grow your business. In the last two decades, she has delivered and critiqued over a hundred or hundreds of presentations for clients all around the world, resulting in millions of dollars in sales. Deborah is a hawk when it comes to messaging clarity. She loves to help entrepreneurs to untangle their words and mine the true value of their voice and offer, an area where so many people get stuck so they all have clarity, distinction, and success in the marketplace. One of her signature specialties is helping clients create an irresistible call to action. She consistently receives rave reviews from her students for the ability to slice through the chaos and get to the heart of the matter. All
1: right, Deborah. welcome to Profit with a Plan podcast. Oh, thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here uh, and talk about calls to action today, one of my favorite subjects.
0: I love it. I love the little end piece of your introduction where you really just laid it all out there. You cut to the point and you do this. But wait a minute. We talked a little bit about you in your introduction. How in the world did you really truly come in with these skills of being able to you know, navigate presentations and get to that point because all presentations have to lead somewhere, right? How'd Absolutely. you get there?
1: Yeah. You know, I did my first public <clears throat> presentation when I was just 16, took the local school board to task. For, this is during the, the boomers going through high school. And they put us on a four-day school schedule. And I was I was upset and wanted to show them why college kids weren't making it in their freshman year because of the fact that they'd reduced our school time. And so I stood up and before the school board at their tender age and basically read them the riot act and they switched back <laughs> over to five days a week. Um, so and all your amazing. friends hated you after that, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like my son looks at me now like I'm, I'm green. So uh, anyway, I, I, I've just been speaking my whole <laughs> life. Um, but more than that, and <clears throat> something I think I would impress upon anybody who's a business owner is I have become a keen observer of what works and what doesn't. You know, I look at how I'm impacted when someone's speaking and when I drift off and I say to myself, what's so compelling about this guy or this gal that makes me want to lean in and find out more. Mm. And it's actually how I named my business. Authentically speaking, I was at a presentation and I was listening to the speaker completely engrossed. And what I realized was There was no disconnect between who he is and what he was saying. They were Hmm. one and the same. So because of that, I could relax and just take in the information. You know how sometimes you're hearing someone speak and you're going, "Mm, I don't know, something's not quite right there. You know, part of us now is is trying to decipher Mm -hmm. what's missing, what's wrong. And we're incongruent with our message. So that whole thing, that power of observing of what works led me to name my business, authentically speaking. And it's just a process I've continued my whole career, essentially. So I advise a lot of my clients, go to the newsstands, look at headlines, read your catalogs, watch TV commercials. People, uh, advertising agencies are earning millions of dollars to get those hooks uh, on air or online. So we can become observers of what works. And I've been doing it, honestly, for over 30 years. So wow. and I'm still learning. It's still exciting to me because it changes, right? It evolves over time.
0: Yeah, well, I love that you're like this because that's something that that's always pulled me is like, "Oh, give me your hook. Let me hear the story. Let me hear your offer." There's something attractive about marketing. And in my belief as if we're not marketing, our business is going to die. Like it won't even like you can't even turn on the lights it'll die that bad because you have to market your business, you have to market what you do or nobody will find you, especially in today's craziness of marketing or advertising saturation that's out there. So I love that you you do that and you're, you're current on it and you're listening to stories and finding out from other people what's working and what's not. Yeah. Super valuable lesson. Yeah, I agree. Okay, yeah. so um, let's talk a little bit about the objective, right? Whenever you're marketing or presenting or even having a conversation, there is always an end objective, right? And we call that your call to action. How do we differentiate what that call to action is going to be based on what
1: we're doing? Hmm, That's a great question. Could I give a little context um, for oh, the call to action? Because uh, I think sometimes people confuse marketing with sales, And people avoid marketing or shy away from it because they think it's trying to get someone to do something. Mm. And I like to reframe that as creating the conditions by which someone can come to a clear yes or no. an empowered yes or no. And we give them all the information they need. They're intelligent. They're smart. And they can decide whether this is the right time for them to choose another path than the one that we're on. But we can help them by being of service to them by raising things to the surface that they may have forgotten about. You know, there's a there's a, an example I use often when I'm talking to students or clients. It says, you know, uh, many people push things down that they don't want to face. So like, oh, I don't care if I have a boyfriend. I'll just watch Bridgerton again with my Doritos. And they pretend <laughs> it doesn't really matter, right? So we come along and we raise that gap, that that pain back to the surface and go, you know what? I've met a lot of women just like you. Um, but it is possible actually to find Mr. Wright. You're probably just missing the top three or four strategies that would really work for a woman of your age. Now you've got her attention again and being of service, you've restored hope that something else is possible. So there's a lot sign of elements me up. in the window. Call <laughs> What's that? I said, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But do you see what I mean? It's like, we, we, there are so many elements to a call detection, but um, I wanted to, Kind of differentiate between marketing, which is we're really sharing uh, what we do for people, the problems that we solve, uh, and why we're the the preferred provider. And in selling, we're actually getting a person. The call to action is a big part of selling. We're actually getting someone to say yes, hopefully. Uh, So there are elements that are involved in that, and we don't want to get them to uh, ask them to say yes too early. Uh, Mm -hmm. We want to give them time to consider. Various things, and we want to raise the pain level a little bit. And people say to me, Oh, that sounds so mean. You're going to make them experience their pain. I know, I know, but we're actually (laughs) doing them a service because that pain could subsist at a lower level for years and never have any attention or action taken around it. Or we can bring it into the clear light of day because we're being of service, right? And as a Mm -hmm. gift, say, You know what? Look, you don't have to settle for this. I can show you to have something even better. And so settling can be in any arena. It can be in health and wellness. It can be in relationships. It can be in, um, in a business building your business. Oh, well, hmm, I guess it's just really hard to sell. So I'll just take what comes. No, we don't need to settle. We can get smarter. And okay. So, uh, well, wow, first of all,
0: first of all, yeah, you just yeah. drop some serious bombs on us. You can't brush it to the side and go, okay, now we'll go on to what Marcia just asked me. <laughs> That's fantastic to really be in a place of knowing where you are in the cycle, right? And if you yes. sell too early, it's not gonna—they're not gonna be motivated enough to buy at the price point you want them to buy. So you want right. to um build the anticipation a little bit. You want to tease them or, or or um guide them in the direction that you want them to go. It's like it's like when a new movie comes out, right? There's weeks and weeks and weeks of trailers saying, I gotta go see that movie. And then when right. you go, you're excited and you enjoy it more often. Um, I think that, that was a really, really valid point that we should understand where we are in the cycle with our clients on how we're communicating with them. Yes. Okay. So, so back to the call to actions, the different things for the different areas for it. I'm dying
1: to hear. Okay. So um, the, the fundamental uh, uh, premise, when you ask, when you, when you put out a call to action is to remember (laughs) that your listeners, potential clients are here or readers, if it's email or something online, and they want to be here, mm-hmm. so we have to clarify where they are, raise the problem to the surface, mm-hmm. make it ripe and beautiful, and then we show them where they want to me want to be, <clears throat> and make that exciting and something they want to aim for, and our offer becomes the bridge they ah. walk over to get to where they want to be. And that so is. here's what you do in a call to action. Let's say you've been having a discovery call with someone, it's gone on for a while or you're on your second or third follow-up call. or let's say you're at a networking event and you've been given five minutes as everyone else has to explain what you do, it should mm-hmm. always end with a call to action. Mm-hmm. So you remind people of where they are. So if you've been uh, ter- um, if you've been spinning your wheels trying to figure out how to get more people to say yes, when it comes, when it comes time to you presenting your offer and you really would like to have three or four times as many clients as you're getting now, I can show you how to make that happen and you can use your hands or not, but I love it. Mind them of where they want to go. You want, it's called creating the gap. And in Mm. that gap is tension and people don't Mm. like tension. The tension don't break the tension, by the way, if you're the speaker You've got to let them feel the tension because that's what causes them to go. You know what? You're right. I'm tired of being over here. I really want to be over here. So let me go for it. Okay. They see the value of the transformation. Okay. So part of a call to action is helping is one, knowing when's the right time to deliver it. And two, helping them realize and want uh, the future that they could have through going through your program. What I see a lot of people do is they don't ripen the pain, like bring it to the surface, and they don't contextualize or visceralize or emotionalize, whatever verbs we want to make up here, uh, what the outcome could be for them and how that's meaningful. So imagine, Marcia, if anytime you took the stage, you were confident, you were happy, you felt authentic and congruent. You felt completely connected to your audience, like you were in just a grand conversation. You're having fun. They're leaning in. Everyone's enjoying themselves. And you get to the end, and they erupt in a wild, wild standing ovation. And you just glow with the satisfaction of knowing that you really delivered something exceptional, something that's going to last with them for a long time. Imagine what that would feel like. (laughs) I've already got Facebook. I'm giving you a taste, right? I'm giving you a taste of where you want to go. And that's what we all have to do. But here's what people do instead, okay? And you'll hear, now when I bring this up, you're going to hear it everywhere. And it's something that I created. I actually have the word if inside the red circle with the red line through it. Don't use the word if. This is what you hear people saying. Well, if you're interested, I'll be in the back. Or if you're interested, I'll be at my table over here. No. Don't ever say that ever for the rest of your life. Put your hand up and say I promise I will I never promise. say
0: if you're interested. I will never say if if you're interested. That is hard job
1: to get them interested. It's hilarious and it? 100% <laughs> true.
0: I see You know, look, you don't I've have to suffer myself. <laughs> and I think that's something that's a confidence piece, right? And I think what you said that when you're authentic and you're congruent with your message and you feel so confident that what you are offering, whether it's a new crown or a car or a new bank account, whatever it is that you're selling or offering, you have to believe it's the right thing. Then you're never going to say, if you're interested, it's like, heck yeah, come on, join me. This is cool, right?
1: Right. 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 Absolutely. you know, that's another one. There's so many little statements that I've come up with over the years. And you just reminded me of another one, which is people are never going to get any more excited than you are. Right. (laughs) So if we don't, if we're not standing our ground confident and excited about the transformation that we can help uh, people achieve, they're not going to get any more excited than we are. So we have to really be congruent with that, excited about that. And excited about the possibility for them, because Mm. one of the reasons people buy is they believe that the person standing in front of them or that they're listening to, let's say, on stage or online, is the person that's going to actually make it happen for them. In other words, you have a trust factor, a likability factor. They're looking at your passion. Yes, your experience matters, but they really want to know, do I like this person? Can I work with them? Do they seem to be savvy about their subject matter? So they're asking all those questions either overtly or subconsciously. And we want and them to And can they really provide the results? Yes, yes, yes. So let's do you want to go over what is a call to action? Because Yeah. Uh and uh, and uh it's really simple. It's asking people to take some action. <laughs> I know that. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Uh, so, but you know, the action.
0: <laughs> but the one thing that I think people always clamor to when they hear call to action—that means throw the credit card at you,
1: right? And that's not always true, correct? No, you could be a call to action to book a discovery call. It could be a call to action to show up to my webinar on Friday. It could be a call to action to uh, join my networking group. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's a lot of uh, ways and click and the button to the next page. Exactly. Is it exactly. Download my free, um, my free resource on XYZ. Mm-hmm. So why would I want to do that? That's why? the question we have to ask ourselves. Why would I want to download it? Right. So I have to give them a reason why mm-hmm. everyone's time is valuable. So let's say you're standing up and you want to invite people to your webinar. Why should they come? Give me the top three benefits not what you're going to do the top mm. three for going what are the top three problems i will have solved by attending what three challenges can i overcome by downloading this give me a reason there's not a single person in the world that's going to raise the hand and go i need more free information who has more free information <laughs> or worse talking about so you just hit me on a thing so i would
0: just did a presentation uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I was talking about features. You'll get this feature and this feature and that feature and that feature. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. We all do I it. needed to say, here's the benefit you get from this. Here's the benefit you get from that. Oh, my gosh. See, exactly. everybody, even I, people that know it. I don't, make those
1: I don't need to. I, I don't care about knowing the difference between a regular potato and a sweet potato. I just know it tastes good. (laughs) I want to know why choosing a sweet potato is better for me. Do you Mm. see? So Mm -hmm. then I'll lock into it, right? Mm -hmm. On the surface of it, I really don't care. I only care what it can do for me. So I'm fond of saying this, which is I have good news and bad news. Which do you want to hear first? Okay, bad news. The bad news is people don't care what you do. Right. The good news is they care what you can do for them. So when you're giving a call to action, make sure you have firmly in mind what taking that action will do for them. You can recap if you've just given a presentation. So today we've shared the top four ways you can X, Y, Z. Some of you may be thinking, is that really a possibility for me? This is a segue into your call to action. And my brand new course, which I've just designed, which truthfully, uh, encapsulates my 20 years of working on calls to action. I will take you through the three most vital steps that you need to integrate so that whenever you speak, here comes the benefit, people lean in and go, wow, that's exactly what I need. I need to learn more. Okay, so you've got to give people a reason. You can recap, you can remind, you can rev up. A rev up uh, segue to a call to action might be. Some of you may have been struggling with this for years. Probably longer than you'd care to admit. I get <laughs> it. And I feel for you. So I have a question. How much longer will you want? How much longer will you wait? When will it be a better time to take action? Notice the pauses. Those are very important. I invite you now to consider my program and say what it is, where you will learn how to so that you can benefit, 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 <laughs> benefit. <laughs> That's a call to action. This is
0: so good, listeners. I hope you're hitting rewind, listening, and writing this stuff down because this is gold. I mean, people buy on emotion. And then they they try and logically justify what they just did. So they're like, oh, I feel it. I'm engaged. I'm committed. I want that. I want that. Then they come back and go, well, it's going to get me this. It's going to do that for me. And it's going to do that. So I guess I have to do it. Right. You know,
1: right. and
0: and we have to do that part that you just said to engage them, take them yes. from here to here and show them you're the path that gets them there. Yes. So yes. good. So yes, good. And. Like goosebumps. <laughs> good. <laughs>
1: Uh, there's so many one-liners that you can use in a call to action. I'll just share some so to get on the recording for people. Sure. So, um, I'm passionate about helping people just like you mm. who have been, and then say what's similar to that person and then how you've helped them. Uh, imagine what your business life relationship could be like if, uh, imagine I've had really great success in helping people just like you, or let's get you started. You stated earlier that you wanted to, let's say you're in a discovery Mm. call and I've, I really want that for you too. You know, you don't have to suffer with, uh, by, uh, suffer on Friday nights or Saturday nights being single home alone. I can show you how to jump in the dating scene, uh, in a way that's fun and uh, in a way that will have you meeting guys online and off that are not only right for you, but that will bring you a measure of happiness. You've never thought possible. Uh so good it's so like, good it so and you know everybody here, here's another uh true axiom which is people don't want to be sold to but they do want to buy so we're giving them the reasons to buy uh, and th- wow. it makes it simple and simpler <laughs> and uh, another one of my famous sayings I've got so many is uh, make it easy for people to do business with you. Um, yes. Don't
0: make them stand on their head and click five different times and put in this and put in that. Plus
1: they you want are. to make don't, it, don't make it hard for them to try to figure out what you're saying. I was just going to say the <laughs> next thing,
0: make them visualize what it is and how easy it is to get there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And wow. you know, you can even ask them to do it. Okay, Bob, you've talked about, um, you've po- talked about struggling with your weight for hmm. the better part of 10 years let's 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 play imagination for a moment you're willing to go with me bob yeah i want you to close your eyes and imagine that you're now at your ideal weight tell me what's happening around you who are you seeing who are you with what's happening what are you doing and have him put into his words what he really wants wow that's really powerful too wow so you know you kind of got to I've given a lot of different ways to do this, but you kind of got to go with the flow of who you're talking to, how much time you have, uh, and don't try to rush it. If there's not enough Mm. time in the moment, you say, you know, I've helped a lot of people in circumstances very very similar to yours. How about we get on the phone and have a quieter, uh, more meaningful chat together? Invite them to a phone call so you can be, Uh, totally immersed in it and let them share and give time to create the gap and the tension between where they are and where they want to be. And uh, look, asking for the order is not a dirty thing. It's a gift. It is. Ooh, I like that. Some of these people have been waiting a long time for transformation to happen. Whatever that transformation is. And I say, basically we're all in the transformation business. Our clients are wanting a transformation of some kind, it's up to us to show the value of that for them and the value of it for them now, rather than waiting. Mm. And mm, good stuff. to be able to do that for someone. And when they can come back and say, gosh, I'm so glad I made the decision to jump in because now I can, or this mm. is what happened. That's great.
0: All right. You've talked a lot about communicating. Um, verbally, um, emotionally. You know, there's still a lot of people out there trying to write copy that transforms and commits. You can still do this in writing as well, having those key words and that story you're bringing them into without having the back and forth of someone, correct?
1: Correct. Okay, so I'm going to... Absolutely. And these days... Uh, I don't have too many friends that read an email from start to finish verbatim every word. Do you? No, 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 <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, so emails have
0: but to be. But people still try to put the long, tw- you oh, know, the long sales Oh, I know. God, with bless them.
1: God bless them. Sentences and no white paper. And yes. Yeah. This is where you got to kill your darlings. Uh, <laughs> because uh, this is where we, we, we get back to. It has to be about them and not mm-hmm. about you. Mm-hmm. We all love it to be about us. But remember, people don't care about you. They only care about what you can do for them. So, part of that is learning your client's language. And when I say your client, I'm talking about your prospective clients, right? How do they talk about their problem? What words are they using? What emotional expressions? If you were, here's my most favorite example if you were standing at a Starbucks and you were overhearing your prospective client complaining to a friend about the problem that you solve. What words are they using? Hmm. How are they talking about it? If you can capture that and then start using that language, which is their language in your copy, they're going to go, oh my gosh, this person's inside my head. This is exactly my, my situation. Oh my word. Let me see what they have. Right. But if Mm -hmm. you go blah, 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 blah. And big paragraphs,
0: they're going to click next, right? Yes. A hundred percent. They need, I think I think this is a journey, right? When when you're having a conversation with somebody, you don't say, Hi, I'm Marcia, buy my product, right? It it never happens. There's there's a lot of stuff in between. So then it could be, hi, my name's Marcia. This is what I do. What do you do? You have a conversation, then you hope possibly move it to another conversation and another conversation. Sometimes it's many, sometimes it's few, depending on your price and point and the relationship. Yes, But I think when you're communicating even by email or written word, it's never, hi, I'm Marcia, buy my product. It's, hi, I'm Marcia, and it's the same kind of cadence that could be done over many, many, um, not forms, but many emails. Touch points. Many, you're, you're, Touch yeah, points. Touch Thank points. you. Yes.
1: Yeah. And it's I a,
0: love that you said earlier not to rush it.
1: Yeah, you can't. Uh, some people are quick buyers you know like like to make quick decisions others really like to contemplate things um so a couple of things here it takes 6 to 7 touch points on average for someone to reach a buying decision they might I've have seen heard it's effect. gotten worse i heard, heard it
0: with with advertising saturation it's gotten somewhere between 20 and 100 these days what
1: well that may what be is correct <laughs> that may be vegetarian <laughs> or cold cereal no seriously but um we it's a good point to remember because we think oh one and done you know oh they didn't buy no 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 you call them remember. back in a, in a few weeks and go Bob, i still wanting to move off the 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 weight loss treadmill that you've been on you know of course he is what happened in the interim well 2000 emails and he's struggling with so he's glad that you called and reminded him uh so and true. it could be at a networking event it could be in a facebook live it could be um uh, in an email it could be in a social media post uh, mm-hmm. that they see, you heard you go, "Oh, that's that, that's it, Marcia Gallagher. Gosh, I really love what yes. she has to say. You know, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me dig, let me go to her YouTube channel and or her blog and let me check out more. Right, right. now, you get people hooked and interested. You stand out, and mm-hmm. it's so challenging now to stand out from people. That's exactly. It's scary because there's
0: so many people out there going. All the time that that you know, we've all almost gone like this, you know, and I don't want to hear it until I want to hear it. And then when I want to hear it, it still might not be what I want to hear. So I think that the the journey that we're taking them on and and the nurture and the and the information and the relationship we're building with that potential client has to be there before we say, So now that I know you better, right? And now that you understand some of the things that I've done for other people, you know, I think you've earned the opportunity to say, "Would you like to you know would would you are you ready to start Would you like yeah. to change this?" I'll you know you I a- know you I know you're the master of the language, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm just trying to say that's the time. I think that you start yep. that conversation,
1: yes, yes, yes. And one of my favorite closes in the call to action. Uh, is we've talked a couple times now, Bob, about your situation. And I know you really are yearning for and recapitulate what he said he's yearning for. Remind him people, people are so distracted. So basically what I see is that you're standing at a crossroads. This is one of my favorites. You're at a crossroads now. You can do nothing and pretty much experience what you have been experiencing. That's definitely a valid choice or You can decide that this is the day it can all change. Mm. This is the day you're going to make the leap and and make a decision in your own behalf, out of trust, out of instinct, and out of knowing that once that transformation takes place, you're going to be a whole new guy in a whole new body, having Mm. whole new experiences that right now are passing you by. And I think
0: all that pre-work got you to the point where you know the buttons that you're pushing you with yes, him and exactly. the feelings that he has. Again, you're not like, hi, I'm Marcia, buy my product. You right. know, it's it's so, really it's really a fantastic journey for you to get to know your client and your potential client and what's bothering them. Because if Bob does not buy, because Bob likes being overweight, then you know when you talk to John, he's probably got similar buttons. Right. And you're building a repertoire of challenges that your potential client faces. And I think I've had conversations with folks before and I'm like, well, how do you know? You can't read their mind. How do you know what their problem is? And I think this is one of the journey steps for you to understand your potential client is to ask those questions and get that feedback, whether they buy or not. We want them to buy, but if they don't buy, you've learned something for the next one.
1: Exactly. And uh, we're going to talk at the end about a a free gift that I have for everybody. And one of the sections in it is you must know the top three problems you solve for Mm. your target audience. And often when I go, for example, to a networking event, uh, people can't tell me. And I'm like, how are you marketing or even (laughs) selling? If They're not doing problems, very well, and you know, as entrepreneurs, there's a little bit of digging in that we got to do, a little bit of rigorous work. And if we don't know what those problems are, I have a couple of suggestions. Ask them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, what would you say your top problems are around losing weight, or around um, managing your finances, or around growing your business online, or about around asking for the order?
0: <laughs> know mm-hmm. what the
1: top three problems are, right? And Mm -hmm. so you can orient your offers and everything you say around solving those problems. And so go ahead, go ahead.
0: I was going to say a friend of mine said one of the other things that when you make that offer and you make that call to action for them, very often it's not a surprise, right? Right. You've been talking to them. You've been learning from them. You've been dripping and sprinkling on them all through that conversation. So it's not Like the sale doesn't happen at the call to offer.
1: The sale happens in the journey, right? Yes. Yes. And a couple of caveats. One is when you're having these conversations, if you provide too much value, Mm -hmm. if you have successive conversations – They'll think they've got your coaching and go, well, thank you very much. I'm going to try what you suggested. I'll be back in touch. Yeah. Be careful I've had that.
0: that too. I know. Yeah. Right? Crazy. And what happens
1: is it doesn't work because their integration fell apart somewhere. The application. Yeah, missing the and guess who they're going to blame?
0: Me.
1: Exactly. So just wow. be aware of she that. didn't know
0: what she was talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, it didn't really work out. I tried her strategies. Yeah. Ah. So just be aware of So what's of that. the magic?
0: What's the magic then? So you oh, the so drop the bomb. What's what's the magic? How okay. much information?
1: Focus more on reminding them of what they really want and creating the tension between where they are mm-hmm. and where they can be. Tell a story about who you've helped and how you help them. You know, there were three keys uh that I guided Mary. Uh I guided Mary along the three keys, and when she implemented them, the weight started to just drop off. Mm. But don't tell them what the keys are. That's your program. Mm. Don't give your program. So and I them. heard
0: it was the what, not the how. So you still want to give them the what? You don't want to give them the what?
1: But no, no. You can give them the what, but not how. How? How you implement those keys, for right. example. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's just enough to get them thinking it's possible.
0: And, and that is valuable. Yes. And that 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 you're the one that can
1: help them do it. Right. Right. Mm, good. Um, now I wanna I wanna just kind of shift a little sidebar. Let's say sure. you're at a networking event and you're introducing yourself, you don't have time to get to know everybody in the room. So what could you create as an offer that would be an easy yes for people? I love that. I love that. So my my, my little um,
0: move is just something that can move them forward, right? Right. Maybe it is a lead magnet or something that they can get more information about. Because a lot of people are just searching for information, not necessarily the purchase right now.
1: Yes. I mean, I I saw a post where someone said, and uh, they're a member of a certain networking organization, their post was, so uh, to come learn about, Come meet me on Friday at whatever time. And my first reaction is, why would I want to do that? Hmm. They haven't earned because that right now. They yet. hadn't told me what was in it for me. Oh. They hadn't said why I should go, how it would benefit me from mm. learning about that, what I will be able to do as a result of learning that. And so here's the the uh, litmus test. Okay. When you're When you're sharing why someone should pay attention, you want to share what they will be able to be, do, have, feel, achieve, transcend, or overcome as a result of working with you. Not all of those, one or two of those. Paint the picture.
0: Okay, so circle back with me. Yeah. We're at a networking event. I don't Mm -hmm. have time to get to really, truly get to know them. What is the perfect thing that I can do as a call to action to get them to move to the next
1: step. I would uh, <clears throat> come up with something that you've rehearsed ahead of time. Don't wing it. Most of us are not good winging it. <laughs> <laughs> <Of course not. laughs> I've been helping people with presentations for a long, long time. I can, Here's what I might say. I can help you put your con- to get content together, uh, but I can really give you a template for that and have you put it together yourself mm-hmm. where I really excel. And you will derive the most benefit from working with me is when I critique your presentation. You stand up and deliver it before me live. And I tell you what's missing, what's working, where it could be more powerful, more compelling. So that you end up with a more robust and a more captivating presentation. So I help people uh, put the fine tuning on a presentation. All right, so that's yeah. the problem I solve. Um, I didn't really do a, very, a great job of that one. But for example, let's say, um, Marcia, give me the top three or one or two problems that you solve. Um,
0: they're, they're struggling to make the revenue they want.
1: Okay. One, one more.
0: Um, they're not bringing home very much money. They're making money, but they're not taking it home.
1: (laughs) Okay. So they're, they, they might, they're either struggling with making money or they're making money and struggling to bring home enough. Right. Right. So, so you might at a networking event, for example, say, hi, I'm Marcia. Uh, I typically work with people who either are struggling to earn money online or off in traditional or non-traditional businesses or they're earning enough money, but they're not keeping enough of it. I have five strategies that will quickly show you how to uh, not only make more money in your business, but how to bring more of it home so you can have the the level of lifestyle uh, that you truly desire.
0: So, so you're going to give them an educational piece. You're going to,
1: you're going to encourage them I to download I did that your in record less than of, minute. I know. Notice how I did that in less than a minute. So, but what you hear people say is, hi, I'm Joan. Um, with my Joan, label. Yeah. Uh, I've been a realtor with Cowell Banker for 27 years and I'm going so, and cause I don't care what's, I don't really care about Joan. What do I care about? I care care about what Joan can do for me. (laughs) Joan's nice, and we might have a good um, uh, cup of coffee together, but do I really care about what Joan does? No. I care about what Joan can do for me. Hi, I'm Joan. I've been uh, helping first-time home buyers find their perfect right home at their perfect right price. So when they come home from a long day at work and stick the key at the door and swing it wide open, they look around and go, oh, I'm home, my sanctuary, I could go mm. on and on,
0: but you this can. is the feeling
1: that I want first time homebuyers to have. And that's my specialty. All right. So who's going to perk up in the room? Any first time homebuyer or anybody right. who knows a first time home buyer? like this is your specialty. And that's one of my other tips, become a specialist. Mm. Don't be like the general, I'm a, I'm a home organizer. No, you're not you you're, you're going to be like the ninja uh put it in its right place lady like i just made that up but you know you want to differentiate yourself somehow you want to be exciting like like you're the it person the x factor you got to showcase your x factor why you're different how you can yeah. make it happen because it's same old same old we hear all the time uh yeah, but yeah we got to we got to and, and they'll get that in in the um in the thing we're going to hand out at the end. Well, but the, well I, let's talk oh, about that a
0: little bit more okay. because we're going long here. And I know, Deborah, we can talk for days on oh, these we can topics. Talk forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, where can listeners find out more about you and get that special report?
1: So, uh, my business, Authentically Speaking. So, it would be authenticallyspeaking.com. Mm-hmm. And it will take you to a page where you can download my free report. Uh, it's called 10 Tips to Catapult You into your zone of influence and impact it covers a lot of what we've talked about today but so much more how to choose your words online resources that can really help you uh how you can stand out in a crowd so that you're not the wallflower at the dance you're the one that's out there on the dance floor uh has the full dance card so that's that's um that's where they can go and i'm happy to share that with them it's got a lot of my uh great tips in there Love it. Thank you so
0: much, Deborah. I know listeners are going to just, you know, want that. I mean, like I said, we can talk for days and days on this topic. You are definitely the expert in helping people become authentic in the way that they speak and present themselves so that they can close the sale. All right, listeners, I hope you found a couple ideas to put into your business that will help you be more profitable. Don't forget, it's more important now, more than ever, to never or to focus on growing your business and its revenue. Again, I'm looking for a few industry leaders and business owners to interview about my book's 12 strategies that would impact your industry. Please go download my book and let me know if you'd like to be interviewed. It's available for free only for the next few weeks while I'm interviewing uh, business owners. These strategies can truly help any business increase their revenue, profit, and the value of their company without having to pay for additional advertising or marketing. Go pick up that copy at trajectoryprofits.com forward slash book dash download. Hey, give us a feedback. You know, tell Deborah that what your what your clothes how many times have you said if you want, right? What's your favorite <laughs> what's your favorite call to action? Just comment on today's podcast. Deborah and I will comment back to you. We would love to hear that. And questions that you have for Deborah. So while you're at it, please subscribe. You don't want to miss next week's show. And as always, you can catch Profit With A Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks so much, Deborah. My
1: pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been a real joy to be with you.